how's it going? I just want to wish uh, all the fathers a happy Father's Day. Oh, man, you know, fathers have it hard <laughs> a lot of times. Okay, we'll just talk about who, who has it easy in life, right? <laughs> Nobody. But in any case, you know, fathers, they uh, usually... You know, sometimes they have a wife or, you know, a mother of the children that is, uh, helps out with the caregiving and stuff like that. Some fathers are really involved. They're single dads, you know. Um, there's married dads, you know. But it's like, you know, for the, for the married dads, you know, they, they have to, they have a heavy burden on them, you know, as far as like they have to most of them work, <laughs> and then they uh, are married, and then they have if they have children. So there's a lot of responsibilities there. They have the responsibility to the work. They have the responsibilities to their spouse, their wife, and then they have the responsibility to their children. And it's just, you know, it can be a lot. And so I know there's a lot of men that they're not too involved with their children just for whatever reason. And, uh, but just know that your children still love you. <laughs> even if you're not around, even if you're just like wherever you're at, you know, sometimes people just get separated for whatever reason. They have to, the men have to, you know, travel for work. They're gone. And it's like, um, the family doesn't want to move with the dad because they're, you know, it's like they're at the home base and then he goes out and works and comes home, sends money back and stuff like that. There's all different situations. And, uh, but the children still love their dad. Even the ones that are completely a deadbeat dad, they still love their dad because, you know, their dad contributed to their life. They wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for their father. So just know that... If you have children, your children love you <laughs> pretty much regardless, even though sometimes I know that, you know, children do get angry with their fathers and their mothers for that, for that, <laughs> we know that, <laughs> but, you know, and then, you know, men try to do the best they can and it's like, it's not always easy because it's like, you know, you're supposed to be a good provider and, you know, do all this stuff and then be a good communicator and then kids are hard to manage sometimes you know you just want them to go along with whatever you know it's like hey you got to eat breakfast because we got to go you know we got we're on a time schedule and they want to lollygag you know they don't like what you're serving them and it's like they just make they can make things very difficult you're like and then you're like no hey I got to go I got to be someplace at this time and it gets frustrating, you know, for the parents. And then, you know, for the kid, they're like, hey, I didn't make it, I didn't make it, you know. And then it's easy for the frustration to start, you know. And then sometimes kids just end up going hungry because they don't want to eat. And it's like, whose fault is that? I don't know whose fault it is, but it's like the kid's just going to be hungry. And, you know, they just have to learn that, hey, if it's time to eat, I got to eat. Because it's like I'm probably not going to get anything else till later on. And, uh, you know, there was this one story. I'm not going to say who it is. But um, there was a child and they didn't want to eat their breakfast. And then 
it was a father that was feeding the kid. He's like, you're going to be hungry later on. And he's like, eh, I don't like it. I don't care. I'm not hungry. Eh. And so then later on he was at work. And then the mom calls him. Oh, they're hungry. Can you take them lunch? And, you know, he's like, no, I can't take them lunch. I told, you know, I think he told them, you know, to pack a bag, you know, a, snack, a bag or take, make their lunch or to do something. They were trying to teach their kid responsibility. And, of course, the kid didn't want to do anything. So then later on, they were hungry. He didn't, he didn't end up taking them food, but it's just like, see, that's what I'm talking about. The kids don't want to be responsible, and then they want to call the parents later on saying they're hungry and all this stuff. And it can be really frustrating, and so, and those are the kind of things that, you know, parents have to deal with, you know, on a daily basis. <laughs> and, you know, it can be, it can be very frustrating. But um, anyway, usually people get through it <laughs> without having without getting arrested, you know, <laughs> there are some that just can't take it, you know, and they lose it, and, so, you know, it's very unfortunate, really sad, actually, so we don't want to go there, but what I'm saying is, to all the dads, they're there, they're showing up every day, crushing it, man, but usually it does take two, you know, it takes a village to raise these kids, but usually it takes, you know, if you have two people doing it, I want to say it's a lot easier. It's a lot better. You know, if you have one person doing it, it's just, it's a, it's a lot, you know, because it's like, you know, you don't get a break, you know, it's like 24, seven, 365. Even if you're at work, you know, you put them in the care of someone else, but you're still ultimately responsible. You know, you can get a call at work saying this happened or that happened or whatever. Hey, I don't know what you're doing. I'm talking to my dog. Leave it. I don't, hey, no, you got to watch this dog like an ox, okay, and if you have a dog, okay, <laughs> that's another responsibility too, but they can just be real brats is all I'm saying, um, so yeah, it's a Father's Day, and I hope that, you know, you're doing something to honor your father, and sometimes the fa fathers are no longer with us, you know, they've passed on, and then you just have to say a prayer, you know, and just, you know, let them know you still love them. <laughs> and they're with you forever in your heart and in your soul. And it is interesting when someone passes away, it's like they kind of become like a saint in your, in your eyes. And, you know, when they were alive, you're like, oh, gosh, you know. But then after they pass away, they go into sainthood and they can you forget all the bad things they did and you only remember the good things. So, I mean, that's what I choose to do anyway. It's like I always, because I, I just think it's like, hey, he can't speak up for himself for the bad things. He can't defend himself. So why am I going to think about, oh, yeah, I remember he did this and he did that, you know. I just think like, well, he can't really defend himself anymore. So why are you going to bring that stuff up, you know? And, uh, but yeah, I just think it's like, hey, you know, you're your father's legacy and, you know, you have his DNA. And so it's like, try to honor him by being the baddest ass you can be. <laughs> and it's like, you know, how are you going to do that? You know, everybody's different, you know, maybe it's like, you know what, today I'm just going to 
do a kick-ass workout or you know what today I'm just gonna clean up I'm gonna make my house look really nice or but you got to do something you can't just like lay around you know not not you know unless you're sick you know but if you're not sick you're healthy get up get moving get stuff done because there's just a lot of stuff that needs to get done and you can't just lay around all the time it's not healthy it's not it's not productive it's boring it get, you know you get tired of it you know it's like i like to just rest if i'm feeling tired or after i've done like a lot of activity and then it's like okay you know i earned this little break now and so then i just like to sit down and drink my tea or or you know my lemonade whatever it is and um, i got this new recipe for um lemonade but it's pretty good it's just like lemon juice and then i either put blueberries or strawberries and then a little bit of honey and i blend it up and then i add some apple cider after it's blended and i put it in the container then i put some apple cider vinegar and uh, then i just i've been drinking that so it has a lot of superfoods in it you know with the blueberries and then you got the lemons which are and then the apple cider vinegar is really good for your digestion and then you have the honey which is good if you have allergies and stuff like that so i don't drink like a whole bunch of it every day but i will drink some put some ice and then put that over it Mm -mm -mm. it's really the apple cider vinegar does make it a little bit tart it's not very sweet so if you're one of those people that like sweet drinks you probably won't like it but i like it i've been drinking that and i'm still trying to lose weight it's like the scale doesn't seem like it's moving right now that much but i'm tell i can tell that i'm starting to lose like i mean like i'm getting more definition of my my muscles and i'm getting a lot stronger too i can see it like in my legs in my my shoulders my biceps and you know just my arms in general and so it does feel good you know when you're starting to get those results but it takes time man you just want it to like you just want the weight to just like go like right away but it doesn't happen like that and it's so frustrating because you're like yeah, why can't it just go away like yesterday? Doesn't happen that way. Because if you think about it, if you gain weight, you usually gain weight a little bit every day. And then it just, it gets stored a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then it's not till you like really notice it. You're like, holy Toledo, what happened? And then, you know, then you're like, oh, okay, I need to, I need to drop some weight. And then, you know... You start to weigh yourself and then you get, you know, do the measuring tape thing and you're like, because your clothes still fit you. You know what I mean? It's not like you gain weight and then all of a sudden your clothes like don't fit you. I mean, sometimes it takes that long for you to notice, but, you know, you just keep wearing your clothes and then all of a sudden your clothes are tight, you know, and you're like, holy shit, how did that happen? You know? 
And then that's when you have to like really take a look at what you're doing and say, you know what, it's time to change this narrative here because, you know, I don't need to keep going like this. This just isn't, I don't like how the way this is, this is going right now. And, uh, and then you just, you start to change, you know, you start to say, what is it I'm eating? And then you start to say, you know what, I think I can give that up, you know, let me change the bread I'm eating, you know, let me just cut out all the processed food, let me stop eating sweets, you know, no more candy, you know, no more this or that, and then it's like, you're like, you know, I don't even miss that stuff anymore, and then you start to feel better, and you start sleeping better, but I had to give up a lot of stuff is all I'm saving. And may, the first thing I gave up was coffee. And that was a big change right there. Because I just feel like the coffee was like, you know, you, I, I don't mind drinking coffee. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's like you just sit there and you drink it. And it's like... And then sometimes you want another cup. And so it's like, how long are you sitting there? And especially if you drink it first thing in the morning, you just woke up. And then you've been sleeping all night. And then you start drinking coffee. And it's like, wait a second. You know, it's like I've already, maybe I should get up and start moving around. So like what I like to do is just, I usually drink tea now. I've been drinking like a, caffeine-free, like a chai tea, but I'll um, get up, and then if I really want it, then I like, I'll stretch and uh, do some physical activity and drink my tea while I'm, you know, stretching, so then that way I still get my tea, but at least I'm kind of like moving around a little bit, and then, um, and then, you know, I'm not just, like, sitting there. Because, like, some people will drink, like, three or four cups of coffee. I wasn't drinking that much coffee. But, you know, it takes a little while. And then, especially if you have coffee, and then you're like, oh, I have some cream with it. And then you have cream with it. And then the cream has a lot of fat in it, you know? Amber. And so it's like... No, no, I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad about whatever it is they're eating, but I just don't think, like, eating fat is, like, I know they say, oh, it's a good fat. Okay, well, I've had enough fat for a while. I don't need any more myself. So I'm just cut, I'm just trying to cut out as much fat as I can. And, uh, anyway starting to see some results now it just takes uh, as you get older I guess it just takes a little bit longer it's so frustrating because when you're younger at least for women you know it just seems like you, you burn it faster which I think it is true but it's not an excuse but as you get older you know you're you're well it has it's like hormonal so you have to um I think it's like 200 calories that your body, like once you go through menopause, it's like 200 calories that your body is not using. So you have to burn 200 calories 
And then after that, that's, it's like you're, that's what it was like, you know, premenopausal. And then, so if you burned, like if you went on a treadmill and you burned like 200 calories, then it's like you got off the treadmill. It's like, okay, now it's like, this is what you did premenopausal. So you have to do that and then you have to cut back on your intake. And if you do that, and or else if you burn over 200 calories, so I'm trying to burn at least, you know, 300 calories a day or 400. I mean, I'm trying to burn as much as I can. And then, plus taking back, cutting back on my intake. But I'm not trying to, like, starve myself either. I mean, I'm still eating. But it's just, you know, so if you do some activity plus cut, you know, cut back on your intake, you should lose weight. <laughs> so but then sometimes like when you hit that plateau it's like that's when it's like okay I gotta kick this into high gear man and for myself that means I need to do some like intense cardio I need to change it up maybe I need to go swimming I might have to like go for two walks a day it's like and then after dinner if you can do some activity that'll really help too and like I think walking after dinner is probably the best and it's, you know, it's not that hard, and you could just go for, like, a quick, you know, even 20-minute walk will, you know, do some real benefits. And then, you know, once you get home, then just try to drink some water, and if you start to get those munchies, like, oh, I want something, I want something, then it's like, you know, maybe you might need to go into another room, like, just start getting ready for bed, just do something else, get out of that kitchen. But if you're truly hungry, then I would just eat. Or if you have a craving for sweet, then eat some fruit. Okay, are you sick of me yet? Okay. Oh my gosh, this went on for a while. Okay, take care. Rock it out. Bye. <laughs>